I feel like they needed a reason to put that scene in, show that they actually tried, and then there had to be a reason why they failed. And that's why they I think, like, well, did that. For me, stuff. like from the top of my head now, what I think would have been cooler is maybe he instead of because you see Thanos's eyes roll back in his head, and you see like he's like he's answering, but he can't answer properly. Yeah, I would have liked to see him begin to refocus, and you see his eyes come back down, and then just stare at Thanos. At, yeah. at, um, at Star-Lord. Star-Lord and then knowing that he's about to unleash anyway that's when Pratt I mean and people can still think that it was like or the Avengers can still think that it was Star-Lord's fault yeah but the audience would know that he that's, wasn't the cause of it I think that would have been idea, a more yeah. gracious way to do it mm. I still would have loved to see him scun him in the face that would have been fantastic yeah. but I think I just didn't like that he was like the cause of literally the universe though. yeah coming up the next convention date I have I have three more conventions this year the next convention date is Supernova Sydney that's the big one big kahuna Um, Friday the 15th of June to Sunday the 17th of June um, at Sydney Olympic Park in Artist Alley now I don't know where they're going to have Artist Alley this year hopefully it's in the main building it probably isn't hopefully they have better signage but I'm still excited for that I love Supernova Supernova is where I started Supernova is the core all conventions in Australia and it is fantastic. It is one of the greatest weekends you will have. Go and get your tickets now. Um, they're on sale now. Come in. If you listen to the podcast, if you don't listen to the podcast, just come and say hello. Um, I just want to meet, meet people and I've got some awesome art for you guys to just look at or you can buy it. It's up to you. I don't really care. I just want to meet people. I just want to do this convention. I just love doing conventions. They're one of my favorite things. I love convention season, and I get a little bit depressed when convention season's over. Um, the next convention I'll be doing after Supernova won't be until August, and that will be GammaCon Canberra, the start of August, Saturday the 4th of August to Sunday the 5th of August. Um, not too sure if I'm going to do the Sunday, but I'll definitely be there the Saturday. That's at Exhibition Park, um, again in Artist Alley in Canberra. 
first interstate convention. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't do any more interstate conventions, but this, this one will be fun. I'll be there with the man, Will Lehman, who was on the podcast today. Um, and the final one will be, drumroll, Oz Comic Con Sydney. Um, that will be Saturday the 29th of September to Sunday the 30th of September. Um, so that's another weekend. That location will be the International Convention Centre Sydney. Um, and again, I will be in Oz Alley. So draw anywhere near there. Um, if you'd like to join my mailing list, please go to my website, social medias, um, all of them are at Jordan Morpeth Art on Instagram, on Facebook, Jordan Morpeth Art, on YouTube, Jordan Morpeth Art, and of course, that's it, that's actually it, that was the only social media I have, YouTube, Facebook, I'm on Twitter as Jordan Morpeth as well, I don't post that much on Twitter, but if you want to follow me, go and follow me anyway, and of course, that's right, the official Making Lemonade podcast Instagram is Make Lemonade Podcast. At Make Lemonade Podcast. Okay, guys. Let's get into the intro. What is up, everybody? It's Sunday. Um, and I'm just recording this quick intro for this week's podcast. Is featuring a good friend of mine. Um, he, too, is an illustrator, an artist, and comic aficionado, uh, his name is Will Lehman, Will Lehman is an um, old friend of mine, I met Will uh, through some friends, um, a whole lot of, I, I used to work at a, at a Woolworths um, around the corner from my parents house um, and a whole lot of people there used to tell me about this illustrator guy because I used to draw on the receipts and they told me about this guy who also draws comic book stuff. And when I I would hear these, these, these myths, these legends of this guy named Will, um, and then one of my girlfriend's friends uh, showed me this draw, this, uh, this Marvel drawing one day um, of, I think it was Team Iron Man from Civil War. Yeah, it was something like that. And then I had a, you know, I, she, she gave, me, um, gave me this Will guy's Facebook and it turned out that they were both the same person. Um, the person that, the, you know, this real guy that they were talking about um, when I was being told uh, at work, back at Woolworths, and by um, my girlfriend's friend. So then I looked him up and I just decided to message him one day and say, hey man, you know, you and I have um, close friends and... Uh, I noticed you're an artist, how you doing? 
Rara Ra just started chatting, asked him if he was doing any conventions this year, and that was back in 2016 when I first did Supernova um, back in Sydney. And it turns out that he too did Supernova back in Sydney in 2016. And he was, the two of us started off together um, in the convention scene. And uh, I suppose the rest is history. I first actually met him at Supernova, Supernova that year and we had a chat and um, and just got to know each other. And then after that, started just hanging out at the local cafe and, you know, drawing and chatting and getting to know each other. And our, our friendship kind of blossomed from there. And then I later realized that I actually met Will at that same cafe up near my house um, for three years ago. Probably about a year before I actually met him at Supernova. I think so. Maybe a year, two years before that, year and a half or so. Anyway, because one day I was up at the cafe and the, this guy was just drawing and he was chatting with his mates and I was drawing and this is back when I was drawing Serenade um, and I was just going up. I didn't really have a job at the time and my job was just to go up to the cafe and draw my comic book and I ran into Will and didn't realise it was Will and... Um, later realized it was Will and <laughs> now we're mates. Um, but anyway, he's one, one of my, one of my good, um, illustrator mates because we're both local and we're both near each other. So we both live together. Um, we don't live together. We live close to each other and we just started hanging out after we met at Supernova and kind of started in the convention scene together. Um, went through the same learning curves and now, uh, two years later, we're really close friends. Well, I wouldn't say really close friends, but we're good friends. Um, and Will's one of the best illustrators I know. He's fantastic at his work. Um, I've, if you want to go and follow him on the interwebs, on the social media, um, go to at Will Lehman Art. Will with two L's. Lehman, L-E-H-M-A-N-N Art. He's on Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. Um, he doesn't have a YouTube, but anyway, so this week I sat down with him and he graciously agreed to do, to share his thoughts on Infinity War. Um, a lot of it is us talking about Justice League, which wasn't planned, but it's kind of important because that's what we've been talking about. Cause I'm a DC guy. He's a Marvel guy. This is just a conversation we would have normally had at you know, the same cafe that we've always been going to. There's two cafes we go to, and this is one of them. Um, it's outside in a cafe, and across the road there's actually a construction site. Um, so you might hear that. There's a lot of that going on in the background. There's a couple of buses that came past, so I'm really sorry because I was recording that on my iPhone because um, I didn't want to take, you know, it's people... I like the conversation style of um, of the podcast that we've got, we've got going at this point now, and... I record a lot of this stuff on my uh, iPhone and it's it's so that people don't feel funny around a microphone. Once once I have a place to record in, I will start to record with a better microphone and hopefully better microphones. Um, but right now I'm just recording on my iPhone and it's capturing in the moment and it's capturing those conversations. So um, please bear with the sound in the background. It's not so bad. It picks up what we're saying pretty well. Um, I th I'm pretty sure the waitress has come up a couple times as well. Um, and ask us, you know, if we want coffee or whatever. But that I think I think that adds to the authenticity of the conversation. Um, 
I really think it came out. It, you know, it sounds like a conversation we're having. Um, and Will graciously decided to uh, come up to the cafe and have a chat about Infinity War um, so we can do part two of the review. Um, there's a lot of repeats of stuff that I've already said on my review with um, Stephen, but there is... This is part two of three, because there is a third part. Um, the third part will be coming hopefully this week as well. Um, and then we'll do Deadpool reviews and all that kind of thing. But um, without further ado, please enjoy. Um, and here is my conversation with uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Will Lehman. So I'm going to oh. all mine are going to have like a foreground of this, the Saiyan and the background of the bag. Oh, okay. Just cool, so cool, like cool. They, they look like a set. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, nice. Very nice. Um, um, oh, that's good, man. Oh, that's really cool. i got to think of some more. I find people don't tend to buy sets. Like I, re- I did really well with Black Panther stuff, though. Yeah. I find that Black Panther stuff's been really popular, but it's because I did a... Might like I illustrated the Black Panther poster, <laughs> yeah. and then use that same concept to go and do Luke Cage and Black Lightning and Killmonger and that as well. Yeah, I had a concept though for a Thanos one. Yeah. My girlfriend was so smart with it. So Thanos with the Black Panther style. So I only have to do a portrait of Thanos. So I don't have to do full body Thanos, but his hands out like this. One hand with the gauntlet on it, like that Black Panther poster. Yeah. In his hands is Gamora. Baby Gamora, yeah, with the orange stone like lit up, proper lit up, and then the background like orange. I was like, oh, I went, and as soon as she said that, I was like, you know, I'm gonna start doing like all the stones. <laughs> like, yeah, that's really dangerous yeah, if well, I do that. You start doing one, it's just all over. Exactly. I think it'd be fun. I think I'll just do it for myself, really, just for fun. Yeah. But I'm trying to work on. I'm trying to finish um, one of my comic books now. So that one I did for Inktober last year. Yeah. I'm trying to color that and letter it right now. So I want to get that at least that done. So I've got a project under my belt. Because you get real. I get real jittery when I'm like, oh, I'm not working on projects now. Spend all this time on prints. I got enough prints. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> move on from it. Uh, let's move my dude. Sorry, I need to make a call. That's right. Started. No worries. Man. Make the call. All good. All good, all good, all good. Oh. So, <laughs> we're in a post Infinity War world, my friend. Yeah. What the fuck are we gonna do now? <laughs> it's all very exciting. I mean, that look on you. <laughs> I get exactly what you meant. When, you, when I saw you that day at McDonald's, that look on your face, I remember telling people, I was like, should have seen the look on Will's face. And then I walked out of the movie the first time I saw it and was like, I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, well. <laughs> How many times have you seen it now? Four times. I've, I've only seen it twice. I need so, to make uh, an effort so to see it. Twice on day one. Yeah. It's um, what you do. You, you, you make plans like that. You, uh, you, you, you got to. Yeah. And then I saw her a couple of days later. Yeah, I get that. And I think the last time... The last time I saw it was at the drive-ins, which was... Oh, yeah? I was able to discuss things with people, so that was cool. Yeah, yeah well, I've already done a couple of discussions with people, like... Um, 
Oh, I've only seen it the two times just because I've been working so much. Oh, yeah, that's not a bad problem to have, I suppose. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a terrible problem. I mean, yeah, that's true. Let's, let's be honest. It's, um... But, yeah, I've, I just haven't made it. I suppose it's going to be out for a while, though, so... Oh, mate, like, Marvel's going to milk it. For... I'm pretty sure Black Panther is still out. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm pretty sure out. they're still screening that at certain places at this point, so... Um, I would say this is going to be on for... Um, a very, very, very six little, months, at least, Easily. at least three months. I'd yeah. say they will milk it for everything it's worth. It'll be well. That's and, you know, it's, it's it's worth a lot. Let's well, exactly credit where credit's due. But we spend a, you spend a billion dollars on a movie, you got to expect for it to get milked as much as possible. Yeah, that's it. So um, interested to see where they go. Oh yeah, I have. Have you got own, any theories? I have plenty. <laughs> um, let's let's start there. I suppose that's a good place to start. I would well I. I don't know, have you seen Avengers 4 set photos at all? I have, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we talked about those we last did. time. Yeah, at one sure. point. Um, have, you, have you seen the other set photo that came out? The Hugh Jackman one? That he was there? I heard he was there. Yeah, yes. there, was a, there was a photo. Now, who knows? There was The photo was just a photo of him in a city in a Wolverine looking hair and beard and that with a, you know, a denim jacket on or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the claim was that he was in Atlanta, which was where they were filming both Avengers 4 reshoots and Miss Marvel. Apparently they were filming reshoots for Miss for Avengers 4 to put Miss Marvel in. I would assume then... Let's, let's go left field and... Uh... Under the intention that yes, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine is in Avengers Four yes. as either a cameo or a reference, maybe not. Maybe not, he's not Wolverine, but let's say he's in it um, to play Logan at least. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would assume true. the scenario in which that happens would be. Either that multiversal. Surely. Well, I would say either that the X Men and the mutants and stuff have been there the entire time. Uh, you would hope so. That that's and it's because of everything that's happened that they felt they've had to come to the surface. Oh so yeah. Charles Xavier has been tricking everyone on the planet. Yeah, half the Avengers disappeared. Uh, the X Men disappeared. Half of them are gone, and now it's all oh, hell's broken loose. Yeah. I would say that would either be one, either. However, they are going to. I'm assuming they're going to get everyone back. Realistically, yeah. yeah, they are. If that's going to affect or create another, you know, breed of human that they can then call mutants and then bring mutants in as like a new thing. Yeah. Um, I do like the idea of how they're bringing in the Fantastic Four. Yes, I'm very, very excited to see With, a good uh, Fantastic Four. Which will be the... I'm assuming the Avengers Tower in New York will turn into the Baxter building. Yeah, that's what I'm people assuming that's saying, who yeah. Tony Stark sold it to. Was, so, when did that... Did he say at the start of Infinity War that he sold the... It was in, uh, it was in Spider-Man. That's right, yes. So I'm going to yeah, assume yeah. that... He didn't say who he sold it to. But he said he sold it. But he sold it, and I that's going to that. open up the whole Galactus thing, and that'll be, you know, the next three Avengers films be Avengers vs X-Men well where's what's the next big big annual <laughs> crossover they do you reckon Secret Wars 
Um, I don't think it'd be Secret Wars. I would say they've already done Civil War. <laughs> if they were going to do another big crossover, I would say. I mean, it's hard to say. Yeah. For something that's going to be a part of the MCU. Um, Probably Galactus. I would say Galactus would be the next villain, yeah. If they're bringing in Fantastic Four, did you hear there might be a this talk of a Silver Surfer standalone? Um, I didn't know this until the other day. Someone told me there was a Silver Surfer standalone. Uh, I, don't, I haven't had anything confirmed about it yet, but I mean, that's always a possibility. Yeah. I knew there was a Doom standalone. Um, Doctor Doom. Yeah, so that's not going to be part of the MCU, though. So it's, yeah. it's going to be... The point though, do they make it really if the MCU gets their hands on Fantastic Four? Well, I mean, that's up to whatever deal. I mean, if they technically, I guess, if Disney has bought Fox, yeah, maybe this is already in production. Maybe they said that hey, we want to make this last film before you take everything. I mean, I don't know, yeah, I suppose so. I think, I mean, Venom's still... Technically standalone. Yes, yeah, exactly. But there's no been no confirmation of Tom Holland's involvement in Venom. If they're smart, though, and they listen to Marvel, like, and they do some sort of deal with Marvel, they put Tom Holland in there because he was everyone's favourite. And, you know, they fucking killed him in Infinity War, so at least give him right. something to I, think, do. I think right now, Sony can't afford Tom Holland. Yeah, true. Yeah, after um, three movies. After two reboots and five movies. Yeah, and true. And Marvel gets their hands on it and does a better job. In one in film. one movie. Or half a film. <laughs> yeah. 20 I, minutes I of a film. realistically Marvel are going to let Sony touch him. Yeah, I mean, he's contractually true. bound anyway. So, I mean, it's... Oh, uh, yeah, of course. It depends... You know what the contracts are and everything, but yeah, and what they're yeah, that's just true, and what Marvel has in in store as well. So it might clash with, like story wise, that might end exactly. up clashing with anything they have as far you as you kind of people get confused. You know, not everyone's a diehard exactly. MCU follower and know what moves and what movies I mean, not. They've they've trained the layman pretty well at this point. <laughs> they have, but I, you know, if they see Venom, if uh, Antonio explains them all, Venom's a Spider-Man villain, but. Spider-Man Tom Holland is, dead. is in that movie, but he's not Spider-Man, or it doesn't. It's not part of the other Spider-Man movie, but they both place the same Spider-Man, and they, I don't think, yeah, realistically, that they're gonna do that. Yeah, this is true. Well, I mean, even Infinity War began with, if you don't know, and as much as, much as I wanted um, Michael Pena to do an entire, hey man, what well, is what happened in the last ten years, and just went through the whole. It would have been great if he did one of his little spiels from Ant-Man for the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe. I can see why they started the Infinity War with, if you haven't seen any of these movies for the last 10 years, we gave you 10 years. (laughs) Too bad. Exactly. If this is the first one you're seeing, too fucking bad. Because you're not going to have any idea what's going on here. Like, if you haven't even seen Thor Ragnarok, you're going to be screwed. Yeah, so So, it's just going (laughs) to... Well, I, you know, I think Marvel's done pretty well oh, so yeah. far. I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone could, could say that. Um, the interesting thing that I find is, 
and you're probably not going to be the biggest fan of this, but the difference, obviously, between the Marvel Studios films and the DC films, and I think the biggest relationship that you can make now is Batman vs. Superman and Infinity War. Those are very similar films. Yes, this is true. But they are cut very similar, they are paced very similar, as in, there's no... There's no fucking around. Yeah, it's just kind of straight the point. I just feel like that's what happens when you have well-established characters versus... Yeah, not. yeah, of course, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, I I do not deny... It's heartbreaking to me that <laughs> for the, all these years, we finally got to a point where the world was like, yes, give us a Justice League. Give us a, you know, a Batman versus Superman film and we will we will consume it till the end of the day and they ruined it like it's just it kills me that after all these years they they got what they wanted and we got what we had and what we got was rushed and yeah I mean honestly yes it poor, felt it like, felt rushed and I don't think the and undeserving the... either like you get to Infinity War and they deserve that film like they've done the work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You even get to the first Avengers and they've done the work. That's it. Um, I'm all good for now. Thank you. Yeah, thank um, you very much. I'm fine. Thank you. Yeah, that's the thing. They've done the work. Wait, and... sorry, are we still going with that? Um, yeah, actually, yeah. I'll, I'll keep going. <laughs> sorry. That's all right. Um, yeah, they've done the work and they deserve Infinity War by now. They deserve to have all those characters on screen and... And they've also done the, the shit movies, like, to get to understand where how these characters work together. That's it, yeah. Whereas DC's just rushed it. <laughs> I've tried to play catch-up, and, you know, and that would have been great if it worked out. Yeah. You know, they would have been like, ha-ha, like, they took a risk, and unfortunately that risk just didn't pay off. I mean, the same thing, from what I've heard reviews, even with Solo, um that it's better than what people were expecting it to be but I think yeah 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 and I still think people are going to hate on it oh of course that's um, not the real answer. I, 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 I can't really see that yeah I don't really think Lucasfilm and Disney can really make another Star Wars film without having uh, a, a fan base that's ready to shoot them down and I think DC is the same um, yeah definitely which is you know it's unfortunate but Unfortunately, um, things like Shazam and Aquaman aren't going to have as good a... Um, I mean, people will go and see them and it will make movie, but they're going they're not going to have as good a reception. Oh, no. No Because way. of Justice League and because of Batman vs. Superman, as we all hoped. And as they deserve, I think. And, you know, I would not be surprised if Shazam and Aquaman are actually really good and that's why they're taking so long with them. <laughs> I mean, I absolutely hope so, yeah. And, you yeah. know, I, th- I thought Wonder Woman was quite good. Oh, of course, yeah, there's no um, denying. I mean, besides the last part of it, I didn't really... I wasn't a fan of Ares. Deus Machina and... Yeah, I just I thought it was just a big kind of dumb boss fight at the end. Yeah. Um, I think that could have been a little bit more interesting. He looked like a standard video game villain. So did Steppenwolf. Uh, yeah, Steppenwolf was terrible as well. Um... You know, this is not me saying that 
you know, Marvel has particularly good villains, which they don't, but at least they're, oh, they're not CGI, not fully CGI, like, messes and stuff. The thing that, we, that impressed me was, after your... So you had your yellow jackets. Loki was always good. Loki was always three-dimensional. He slowly evolved. But you had yellow jacket, and you had... Um, uh, what's the one in Homecoming? Uh, Vulture. Vulture, which, yeah. Which was on its way to becoming three-dimensional, because it was, but that was just Michael Keaton's performance, really. Yeah. Um, but a lot of those were unmemorable, like, you know, the extremist guy, you know, Iron Man 3, Whiplash in Iron Man 2. Um, there was some really... Uh, I mean, the Red Skull was pretty good, but again, Hugo Weaving, it was just Hugo Weaving. Yeah, exactly. But once you get to Killmonger... <laughs> That's sure. when shit gets real. And I think, and but I think the biggest difference is uh, a lot of these heroes perhaps didn't need to be memorable. If that made sense, I think the greater threat was still out there. I think they were kind of, uh, you know, available to be disposable. Yeah. Um, I feel if you have a, a villain which is going to present such a. Um, a f- formidable uh, like presence like I think Steppenwolf should have had yeah like he's out he's another alien from outer space and you know I, well, I know that that universe has now become more familiar with aliens and dealing with them and stuff but yeah that was it was still to me a potentially world ending event and I what can't what Steppenwolf was yeah, yeah, yeah in yeah. more sense than perhaps Whiplash was or yeah um, yellow jacket or yellow. I mean, yellow jacket could have caused some problems. Yep, that's just because of the technology. Yeah, but um, I don't. I don't put those villains particularly in the same bracket as what I would have assumed Steppenwolf would have been in. Yep. I would have liked to have seen yeah, it be true. more of a threatening. He's kind. He's kind of the herald of Gal. He's the Silver Surfer before the. Galactus turns up, I suppose. Yeah, and I think that they should have perhaps at least tried to build him up as much more of a threat than they did. I I mean, they did, but they only had a movie to do so. And that's what I think their mistake was. Yeah. Yeah, In the same way that uh, I think it's okay to have, you know, a villain come and go in a single movie. Uh, Yeah. But you have to be willing to have them be forgettable and I think if it was maybe one of Steppenwolf's henchmen or something then that yeah. would be fine yeah yeah of course but to have it be what the right hand man to dark side it's like who do you send next Big Barter <laughs> like, that's what I mean like, what do they do the, yeah. the next one has to be dark side then because yeah, yeah exactly uh, there's got to be a power hierarchy and a ladder yeah if they can just sort out Steppenwolf then yeah well, I mean like, like, think about the villains so far that have been in the DCU you've had Ares a god yep you've had the right hand of Darkseid yep you've had um uh so oh, basically wow. they sent they've sent some big Glaive. guns already Cor- what's his name Corvus Corvus Glaive before they sent the Chitari. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. they, they've sent the 
big boys and they've been handled very very quickly oh and efficiently <laughs> like, like it, it, Superman didn't even break a sweat really that's the thing I suppose it's because you've got characters like Superman and Wonder Woman that cause it to be like well we can't just send aliens after them but you can you can just send parademons and just see like do it like begin to like mess with them emotionally I mean like yeah. Superman's super easy to fuck with oh emotionally definitely yeah, yeah. like Look but at I mean, the way Lex Luthor's fucked with him all these years. Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, I think there are certain ways to, you know, bring these characters out in a context which I think would oh, be more yeah. accepted to an audience. I mean, like, you saw the ending of Civil War with Tony Stark. Like, that was such a big thing. Oh, and yeah. And that affected the whole start of Infinity War going forward. And it was just like, Yep. The whole for two years. Well, they say in the movie, two years. Two, two they've years. been in hiding and they've not talked. Vigilantes, essentially, and they haven't spoken. And there was the thing is the stakes are high because also because Infinity War, for instance, we've been living with the Chitari and the attack on. I just don't think you're right. They don't build up to it. They haven't built to the climax. Whereas with Avengers, they've built to this giant climax. Exactly. And Even I, Ultron had a connection to Thanos, although he wasn't directly connected. Having the Mind Stone and all that, that was still an Infinity Gauntlet connection. Exactly. But I, I, he was still a... Um, so directly connected to the characters, though. You know, with... Um, Banner and Stark and yeah. now Vision and the stone which connects to exactly two other characters which connects back to the whole Zemo thing which connects to Captain America like you, you can draw yeah. that line between everything exactly. but if you go Steppenwolf for example <laughs> that's kind of where where did he come from yeah who is he where did he come from why he's, is he's people... on his way oh that's right the Atlanteans that we've only just met <laughs> have a yeah, connection like, to him oh yeah we did meet the Amazonians and they have an old connection to him and they fought with the Atlanteans but we don't know who the Atlanteans are who are the Atlanteans again sorry I'm just a random I think, I'm, I'm my dad like <laughs> my dad who likes watching superhero movies but has never read a comic book in his life exactly so, so like, and, you know it would have been like, it would have been a cool thing to see them build up the whole Atlantean Amazonian exactly, war exactly build around that and build these characters around that and now Seven Wolf could have been this beacon for them coming together. Like there, I think there were yeah. so many more opportunities. Yeah. With two more movies in between these movies that they could have begun but to build. They were freaking out now, going, "Oh, they've already got two Avengers movies, and there's a third one in Captain America, and there's the big one coming. We've got to just do one Justice League movie. It's got to be big." And then they just, we're going to do it before Infinity War. Yeah, they just blew their load on that one, and, it was, and then, yeah, it turned out exactly how it turned out. And now exactly. Justice League Two is going to roll around, and everyone's going to be like, "I don't give a shit." And that's I, sad. I would have preferred them to have waited, waited for the storm to settle on Infinity War, like you were saying last time we spoke, and let a real good Justice League movie come out. Yes, yeah, so it was like with time. Because, and I'll be honest, like DC has far better villains than Marvel does. Yes, by like a significant amount. Like, so you know, that's not me saying that. Go with Steppenwolf for a Justice League movie. Then, where were we headed with that? Like, that's actually I mean, no one gives a shit. Yeah. Like, even if people didn't like 
you know, he, uh, Jared Leto's Joker. Joker. I still think people would have been more receptive to him kind of meddling and pushing with all this. Like, even if... Being some sort of Loki in the whole thing, yeah. Yeah, and I think That's that the they... Yeah, yeah. Can I grab another one? Yeah. Um, like I still think that that would have been some water. I would love some water. <laughs> We're getting heated over here. Yeah, we are. <laughs> this is good stuff. I mean, like you know, I'm 25 years old, and obviously I have all of the cinematic experience. Well, you're the same. Of everyone that's me. been everyone that's been in the industry for 30 years. I think yeah. like, I think I know better. You know, I mean, that's probably what we both sound like currently. Yeah, well, you and I both know a world where Captain America was boring as shit. <laughs> that's also true. That's, uh, that is, that is a- I can't explain this. I try to explain this to um, Jen's brother, who's a bit, just as big a Marvel fan as you, but he never knew a world pre-Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, okay. So he doesn't understand that an Iron Man is uh, was just a B-grade character. <laughs> He was like, just a drunk. He was, he was yeah, he was actually not very compelling. Neither was Captain America. And that's all thanks to Robert Downey and Chris Evans and even Thor, for goodness sakes. Like, Thor was boring as shit. <laughs> he was just a god who turned up with a hammer and struck things with lightning and moved on. Yeah. I think, I think that's what DC's problem is currently. They're doing the same thing. They're just being like, hey, this big blue guy's... You know, for some reason, can't detect the bombs in a room. That just uh, and this is, you know, this is Wonder Woman. She's a powerful female, but we're gonna have her be sexy when we feel it needs and to be. Still mourning her her boyfriend who died a hundred years ago. <laughs> Once we get to Justice League, that that was the one thing that I was like, we're still on this. Like, I know we all... We've, we've all mourned this. Can we move on? You will, I mean, realistically, I mean, if it was a couple of years later... Oh, yeah, Or a year course. later, which is what the films were. World War fucking won. <laughs> it's a good, like... Uh, 70 years ago. Yeah, like, 80, 90 years ago. So it's like... Get over 100 it. years ago. No one really cared. And let's be honest. No one ever really cared about Steve Rogers in the first place. Like, Chris, Chris um, Pine did a really good job. And... You mean yes, Steve Trevor? And, Steve Trevor. Everyone cares about Steve Rogers. Steve Steve Trevor, I mean, yeah. No one cared. He was always this whingy, whiny, pining after Wonder Woman, the running the Justice League, the liaison for the government of the Justice League, and no one really cared about him. And they did a great job in that movie, but then, you know... Why didn't Wonder Woman just throw the plane? (laughs) That's a very good question. I never thought of that. Why didn't she just throw the plane? Why didn't she just, I mean, it's full of explosives. Why didn't she go there and fly it and blow it up? She would have survived. <laughs> I mean, I haven't watched that movie in a while. I'd have to watch it again. That's a, Yeah, me neither. But that's a very good point. Um, oh, she was she Fighting was Aries. Oh, she was she trapped. She was trapped. So, okay, that's very... Fair enough. enough. That's justified. I can understand that. But still. <laughs> Where's Superman? Oh, this was years ago. Never mind. Yeah. He's still... He's As I say, I'm not even born sorry. No, he, yeah, he wouldn't have even been born. Yeah, there was a lot of emphasis. I like that they brought Superman back around to a hopeful character, and you know, he is our last yeah, hope I, and that kind of thing. I, I liked uh, Man of Steel. So did I. I think Man of Steel was a 
really great movie. I don't think they should have waited four years between Man of Steel and... and Justice League. <laughs> Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> I think that might have been a bit of a... You know, a misplay, but... I remember first hearing about Man of Steel and then hearing Jim Lee say something on a podcast where he went... You remember when the advertising for Christopher Reeves was You'll Believe a Man Will Fly and Jim Lee said You'll Believe Superman Could Exist because yeah. of Man of Steel and I genuinely did like when that was the only thing we had within that universe that it was, was a big. genuinely and I, good and movie I, and I remember seeing like the teasers for it and seeing and you know and, and, music. and, and even not being I love the music oh. and, like I'm not a huge DC guy but that still got me yeah. and I, I remember seeing the it wasn't the first teaser I saw I think I was watching footage that someone took at uh, San Diego Comic Con or something yeah. the first like screening the whole age screening or something yeah yeah and it was just uh, one of those like teasers that goes black and then shows you a quick clip and then goes black and then shows you a quick clip uh, and then yeah. goes black doom, doom. and doom, it was kind of like that yeah and then it had right at the end was not really like a close up shot of Superman but him flying up into space and then arcing and flying back down you get to see the um, the rippling supersonic oh. effect yeah and the crowd went fucking berserk yeah. like they went insane those original teasers where he had his fist on the ground and all you could see was the boot the yeah. fist and then the rock started moving yeah. and that and was that just, was like and that was a and you were like whoa you see that scene and, the first time and he's and you're like and then you have to play the it plays the flight song oh. and it's just that that song's a that's a fucking good song um that was, I think oh, the way sorry. I look at it and there, there's a type of CGI that I don't like yeah and that is CGI that um uh, that exists for the sake of detail it doesn't have any real reason to exist take cyborg for example yep a lot of his bodies these tiny little fins and and they get to the end of the film and they're like oh okay well people complained about it when they first saw it so we'll leave it for now but at the end of the film what we're going to do is show you a quick little shot where he's evolving and turning into the cyborg you know yeah the one with the sleek i just don't know why they didn't do that like he looked tiny and i think he looks skinny thanking you thank you very much cheers can I grab you guys anything else? Uh, I think we're fine. Unless you yeah, want that should be all for now. Thank you. Thanks so much. Um, and I think what Marvel's done so far is their, their, their designs have not been as cinematic as typically cinematic as I think what DC's have. I think DC falls under that horrible category of the Power Rangers reboot. Yes. In the design. And yes. I think... Um, Overdoing the CG and overdoing. Well, it's just that they overdid the costumes by like so much. <laughs> like, why? Like, well, I, I understand yeah. they're alien and this is that, but I would have preferred to see. I don't know if you've been uh, reading or seen any of the new Power Rangers comics. If you haven't, they're really, really good. You should definitely yeah, read yeah. With them. um, with uh, I haven't read any, but I keep hearing about the Lord Drax and the Shattered. Yeah, the shattered, shattered universe and stuff like that. Um, so I, I've been looking at a lot of that art um, and taking some inspiration from some of those guys. And I would have loved to have seen uh, 
exactly the same helmets as the old ones, all of that exactly the same, but with like more, imagine... On steroids rather than... No, just the same. And just have it, but like have the suit not like latex, have it kind of like the Superman suit, but then with like Iron Man armor on like the yes. shoulder pads and stuff. That's such a good idea. And not metallic. None of this. Why yeah. are they metallic? Why does everything have to be metallic if it's from space? Also, when those designs came out, I looked at the Red Ranger costume and was like, oh yeah, the helmet looks like the original Red Ranger because it's got the eyes on the top and yeah. it looks like a ter- you know, Tyrannosaurus Rex. Looked at the rest of them, barely looked like a Mastodon and all that. Yeah. I, was, I was like really close up zooming and looking at them and had like an image of the originals next to it and was like, that's not... What? Yeah, what were I, they going for there? Like, I don't know. I think I hated the designs more than I've hated a lot of things. Yeah. Um, I would have loved to see more, not like Iron Man suits, but more of that kind of armor. Yeah. Like more, something that's more... I, you know, I don't know the aliens and stuff, but I mean the whole idea and the concept is based on... But you explain it away. You, ex- you, can, explain, you can explain the Kryptonian suit. And you just put a even, latex even suit that, on it. I didn't. I didn't love the metallic finish on Superman's suit. Yeah, I, I didn't mind it. And yeah. I, I know. It, you know, they wanted it to be a bit darker and stuff. But I, you know, I didn't like how they gave him his suit. That was probably my biggest yeah. gripe with Man of Steel. Is they just like, you know, you must be a beacon of hope, my son. Uh, yeah. Take this blue suit. Wow, but that I would have been that like, Russell Crowe part was so good in the trailers oh yeah like yeah, don't get yeah. it Ross Crowe was a fucking good choice yeah. but I would have loved reason behind yeah the suit it doesn't matter what it is maybe it was oh, his my. wife's favourite colours maybe it was and you know she couldn't become an AI like he was and that's why he created this suit to or his mother or even if his mother had created this suit something like, right something that like your mother did this maybe, for maybe you maybe a royal I don't know if they at home. Royal garment, yeah. Maybe it was like a garment. It wasn't a fighting suit, but it was just something, right, that exists. That's why it has a cape on it. There's a comic book where... It's All-Star. It's, yeah, it's Grant Morrison's All-Star Superman where he puts on a royal um, garment, a royal Kryptonian garment, and all that is is just a Superman suit with a... Instead of the... Uh, with a cape, but the cape's got a hood on it. <laughs> that's it. Well, there you go. Like, I just would have liked the exclamation. I think that's what a lot of those movies... For me, not knowing tons of, you know, lore Deep and stuff cut, and the DC yeah. stuff, like, I would like to know that, you know, my, I have a reasonably good general knowledge for that kind of thing, but, yeah, I would have liked to be able to enjoy a moment like that yeah. more, I yeah, think. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. Whereas, like, the, the same thing, I mean, I know I keep comparing this to, these, uh, to Marvel, but you go back to Marvel and it's, a, uh, you've seen the evolution of the suits, you've seen... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Captain America has a reason that his suit looks that because it was redesigned and he's just decided to keep that design. Like, yeah. Tony Stark. Well, that's the thing. It's, you know, once we got to... When when they did the... They tried it in Avengers and it wasn't very... <laughs> something happened Oh, that's there. a terrible suit. That was a terrible suit. He, he looks suit. like a stick. That And that helmet as well was like a... You need the chin Dildo, strap. yeah. It looked weird. But then, then you get to Avengers Age of Ultron and that's when you're like, oh, that's, that's Captain America. Yeah, that's and it's like oh, even when a soldier, you, you look at when a soldier, and you're like, Shit. yeah, yeah. Well, that's where it starts. That's where that good suit really begins. The suit yeah. starts, yeah, and it's, 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 and and that's what I mean. Like you look at the Avengers suit, and you're like, yeah, that's comic book accurate. That's great. Mm. But what purpose does that serve? <laughs> yeah, why is exactly. like, like where, and then you look at you know the Civil War suits or the Winter Soldier suits or Age of Ultron suits, and now the um, Infinity War suit, and you know it's, it's got you know 
straps and bracings and things are made of real leather and like they're not just colored red they're, yeah they exist as like a real thing yeah and it looks more grounded and uh, I like that kind of non-metallic non uh, feels like an CGI yeah look. I think that's a better look and even in Age of Ultron I did not like Tony Stark's suit it was too metallic for me oh, really? I, didn't, I didn't like the Mark 46 so the Civil War suit is my favourite that okay. is a I gotta say I really love that Bleeding Edge costume though oh the, the Bleeding Edge was sick and he was just able and they didn't even, he could just throw shit at Thanos or throw shit at any of the characters he was fighting and not worry and you don't have to worry about explaining where that came from because it's just like it's nanotechnology it just creates itself yeah, when I think of it and when I tell Friday to create it he, he can essentially yeah, move it around his body exactly like, and he explains that very briefly at the start and that's great yeah that's the thing. And you know it's because of Wakanda, let's be honest. But even, like, look at Justice League. When ba- There's a point where Ben Affleck walks out and the suit just gets bulkier and bulkier. And then there's a point where he doesn't have the helmet on but he's got the assault weapon suit on. He's just standing there with his chest, like, bulging yeah. out. Yeah. Just like this. And you're like, it's just, that's no longer Ben Affleck. That's just this that's... gigantic muscle suit underneath. Yeah. And it's not accurate because the rest of the movie is in the normal Batman suit and he doesn't look that gigantic. Like, yeah. it's ridiculous. That was a cool suit, but it, they overdid it when he didn't have his helmet on. You should have just put him in the suit without the helmet, with the helmet on and not taken the helmet off. It wouldn't exactly. look so ridiculous. Um, the Batman suit I liked. I mm. think that was easily the best suit for oh, you. Yeah. I didn't like the Flash costume. Oh, really? You know what I like? Well, I liked it because it was built. I loved it actually because it was built out of airplane metal. I would, I would have liked that to be explained more. Yeah. I, oh well, it's explained. It was explained in extended universe, in extended stuff. I read something somewhere where it was made out of. Oh, um, no, that's that's what I mean. Like, I, I would have liked to airplane see materials. Him have like a pile of airplane materials next to it, or have books or something like to show that he's done this and. How did he put it 3D together? printed it as well, apparently, out of airplane metals or something like that. Like, he had well, that, some sort of... That's cool, but, like, I want to know that. Yeah, tell I, us I that. Be, I want to be connected yeah. to the suit. I want to be connected... Stop talking about fucking Steppenwolf. Yeah, like, I don't give a shit yeah. about Steppenwolf. Yeah. Like, the original designs for Steppenwolf are fucking cool. Like, Andy yeah. Packard's art for it are, like... Yes. I believe it was Andy Packard. He didn't have just the helmet on. He had an entire, like, face. Like, you His see whole it in the face end. was, like... Fucked yeah, up and fucking weird it, there was and a scary. deleted scene on Batman vs Superman DVD where he was just this giant. It was he was an actual god. He wasn't just a god wearing or an alien wearing a helmet. Like yeah, I don't know. It's also kind of disappointing that Snyder had a lot of plans for Darkseid to be in the film as well, and they cut a lot of that because it was you know, people wouldn't know what was going on or whatever reason they had to. Like, I suppose if you're gonna go go all in go all in <laughs> well what about um, the idea that they're restarting again oh for goodness sakes <laughs> so they're what Why? Flashpoint and they're gonna recast Batman and they're gonna yeah. do all that kind of thing so it's like why would you get Ben Affleck have one of the possibly one of the best Batmans in my opinion they fucked up Ben Affleck doesn't want to be part of it anymore uh, and they, they did they fucked up anything and, and he, uh, he's seeing that it's a sinking ship so he's like, I don't want to be associated with this anymore. But I still want to see Zachary Levy on screen with Ben Affleck. <laughs> like, I, I still know. want to see that because that they've 
almost got a star-studded cast at this point. Oh, they, I mean, no, the, the cast is fantastic. It's yeah. just, uh, it's just, especially once you put Zachary Levy in there, it's going to become. And who knows who they cast? You know, The Rock as well. We've all forgotten that The Rock is going to be there at some point. Yeah. Exactly. Once they finally get their shit together with Black Adam. But like, how long ago did we hear about that though? Oh, four years ago. Six, no, about the same time as Man of Steel. <laughs> Six years ago, like. We were all talking about him being John Stewart, and yeah. now he's confirmed that he's Black Adam. But now the well, that, was, that was at is, least two or three years ago that like, yeah. you know that we heard of this, and like you know that's fine. That's how long movies have to make. But like, I feel like that's just a trying to create hype, and then well, now the rumor is that um, what's his name? That he's going to be in Suicide Squad too as Black Adam instead of Shazam. What the fuck? Why are you doing a Shazam movie without Black Adam? Who else is Shazam's villain? <laughs> like, it's like doing Green Lantern without Sinestro. I mean, you could get away I with it. I will say that the original Green Lantern with Ryan Reynolds, I forget the actor's name that played Sinestro, but that is the oh, perfect Sinestro, yeah. and they should definitely get him back. He was great. Yeah, he was fantastic. And there's no reason why they can't. There's really no reason why they can't, because you don't have to explain it away. You just go, oh, he's coming back. Okay, cool. So, what was your theory... With Infinity War, what were you saying earlier? Um, I'm gonna like where they're gonna go. Mm. So I don't think it's any surprise that it is the original Avengers cast that is left. Yep, of course. I think that's that what is I thought too. Extremely evident. I think that something's gonna happen where they have to either go back in time. Yep. Or they go, you know, however they do that, whether they go through time using Ant Man's technology, or they get one of the gems back, or. Whatever the case may be. Yep. Um, and, you know, spoilers. But um, with the uh, shots from Avengers 4, the set ones, you know, you can see Captain America, you can see Iron Man, you can see Ant-Man, they're all together in New York. Yep. Wearing their... Well, Cap's wearing his Avengers 1 suit. Yep. Um, they've all got these little arm bracelets on that look like it's part of Ant-Man's... Technology. Costume. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, obviously that has to do with something. And, you know, depending on how they make time travel work, then uh, I think it's going to be something to do with um, going back in time and trying to alter. Uh, trying to alter an attack or maybe they use the wormhole and they all go through the wormhole together and they find Thanos like at his ship or something where he's not powered yeah yeah where did he end up at the end of that movie was that Titan or was that Wakanda when he was in that hut that wasn't that wasn't I don't think that was on Earth I thought that was Wakanda because it was I thought it might have been a callback to when they were saying that Wakanda had the best uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, that would make sense. The best sunsets in the world. But I think, um, from what I see, there was like either a really big moon or a couple of moons. Right. And I'd have to watch it, you know, for a fifth time just to make sure. But I don't think he's on Earth. I wouldn't. I, I, I don't know why he would be on Earth. I don't know what attachment he would have on Earth. Yep. Um, yeah, that's true. He could teleport all over the world. He, he can literally go wherever he wants. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he can find nicer sunsets than I what is in Wakanda. I don't know why he'd go to Wakanda. Yeah, that's a good point. There would be places with I four think, suns and stuff. Yeah, I think I just assumed because they were on Wakanda. Yeah, there. yeah. 
that was what um, it was and he just teleported out of the way of Thor and you know but that's where I'm assuming things are going to go um, yeah I think that's a pretty safe assumption I think you'd probably find that I've, I've heard rumours that there's some sort of multiversal time travel going on in Ant-Man 2 um, and there's definitely multiversal stuff going on in uh, Captain Marvel yeah so I think if that's how they're going to they're, they're go and they're going to continue pushing this uh, sci-fi aspect then I think you know well, fucking anything's possible I mean exactly uh, Marvel has really slipped up so far yeah Kevin Feige's got something Kevin Feige's a pretty <laughs> fucking clever dude I yeah. think there are he knows exactly where it's going yeah well I mean what they've got planned the next 20 movies or something they said so oh goodness sakes so, yeah this you know, plan's we, been in place for a while and they're, what, they're up to movie 19 now they've got another 10 years planned yeah or at least they have a, an outline of what they want to do I would have loved to have been in the writer's room the day that they wrote the scene where the group on Titan attacked Thanos. Oh, yeah, that would have been great. I would have loved to have seen the ideas they came up with because that was such a well-choreographed scene with everyone's powers and everyone's attacks and Doctor Strange doing the thing with his arms. and yeah. like That was just so well put together, that scene. Not even, oh, not even just visually, but all round... Everyone. Everyone, everyone working together and like yeah. still like I'm still blue balled like we still haven't seen all the Avengers fight together yet yeah they claim right. that it happened in this movie but it it didn't, didn't really, really no. it was like maybe right at the end there you could claim but still like some of the Guardians not even were, this, like, was, this was Tony Stark Spider-Man and the Guardians and then the Avengers this yeah. is too complete oh, and strange yeah. Yeah, strange, two completely yeah. separate. It was Tony Stark and Friends and the Guardians versus and the Avengers, and Avengers. Oh, Secret Avengers and and that. Wakanda. <laughs> so, if you put those like, imagine putting like, another eight people in the Wakanda scene, oh. like big players oh. in the Wakanda scene. Like that's <laughs> like that is what I think the next movie is going to be. Yeah. And how they're going to do that is I'm not sure. Well, even it's either even... the gloves toasted. Yeah. And that's it. It, he can't click again so they got to figure out how to reverse that and then that's it he's got another glove made which is yeah. obviously not going to happen because he murdered everyone in the ring well that's the thing and his um, his aim not unlike Killmonger was reached mm. so before the end of the film he reached the point that he wanted to reach um, he achieved what he wanted to achieve he brought balance by killing half the universe but I think he, he definitely the, good, the, the interesting thing about it was that he too wanted to do what he thought was good for the universe and that ultimately he probably is right yeah well of course like yeah. he the Avengers are technically probably wrong like um well not unlike not unlike Killmonger again <laughs> I like, keep going back to the, one of the most three-dimensional villains they've ever... I was... Like, that was definitely Thanos' movie. And I was so interested to see that they gave him so much depth. Yeah, I Like, mean, you'd think a world killer like that wouldn't have so much depth. They don't need to because they just have... They're just powerful. Like, and... And, I mean, like, this is, I think, why he was written so well. Like, I mean, I look at him now and I'm like... I don't particularly think he's crazy. No, not at all. No, not I at think, all. I think, you know, I think... 
here where he but wants to do it. But he's not even a Hitler a either. Like that's what I mean. Like he's not, he's not nuts. I don't think he, how he wanted to do it would have been the best way <laughs> for everyone. Yeah. But after experiencing both sides of his plan, one of his own, you know, of Titan being destroyed, and then seeing Gamora's planet, I mean, which we don't have confirmation of either, but seeing yeah. Gamora's planet flourish, apparently, I think are, um, you know, a pretty big indicator that, you know, shit needs to be stopped. And he didn't want to, like, kill the Avengers either. No, no, no. He actually had respect for them. He had a lot of respect for them, especially Tony Stark. And I think that's that's a cool thing that he's like, no, well, you know, even though you oppose me, I'm not going to kill any of you. Yeah, he said, I'll I'll let half of your. And he says, I hope they remember you. You're you're you know you're a man of intellect. You're a man of knowledge. Then yeah, you know, that's great. I hope you remember. Challenge like I threw a moon at you and you survived it. <laughs> and you're just a you're just a human yeah. in a suit. And I think you know he has his respect and that's it. He's like. That's the thing. That's what's so interesting. You wouldn't think a character like Thanos would have respect for a Tony Stark because... And that's... And, the, you know, and I think that leads back into, like, the why the problems I have with, like, Steppenwolf, right? Uh, Steppenwolf should have seen that perhaps he's being overpowered by people that he shouldn't have technically been overpowered by, besides maybe Soups. Yeah. And that that should be a... I would have liked to have seen, yeah, more depth to his character, I think, and be like, wow... This was unexpected as shit. But also a plot point was that he was afraid of the Kryptonian. The entire movie he kept coming back to no Kryptonian, no lanterns. That was the whole like thing he was saying to the mother box. That's why he came because there was no Kryptonian. There was no Green Lantern around to protect them. The Amazonians had gone into hiding. That's why I'm attacking now. And she was genuinely afraid of Superman. And then I think when Superman would have turned up, I would probably just would have been like... <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah. And I would I would have been like, no, I'm not going to deal with that. Yeah. In any way. That sounds like a really, really, really bad idea. I think they do. Yeah, exactly. Just disappear. Don't let him. Don't try and fight him with your axe and everything. Bang. And then there you are into the next movie where Seven Wolf's like, you know what? I've been tactical now. I've been studying. I know what yes. fucks you guys. Yeah. And he's going to come back and just mess everyone up. That's what the attack on New York in the first Avengers was for. <laughs> exactly. Like, it was for... It was Thanos getting an idea of who he was going against, seeing if he could attack the Earth to get the Time Stone and seeing what he could do. And then the Avengers fought back, and that's how he knew about Tony Stark. That's how he knew about Steve Rogers. That's how he knew the Avengers existed in the first place. Exactly. Like, and I think, you know, it would have been cool to see um, a similar thing happen with Steppenwolf, where he comes back and he you know causes a lot of damage and causes them to kind of have to group together as yeah, a strategy or a bigger threat and I think that's when it would have been a, perhaps a, a more interesting introduction to the Justice League where it's yeah. like oh something big is coming we must you know defend um, I would have liked to have seen and then no resistance yeah in anyone in the group yeah like Flash was, yep, in. Cyborg's like, no, I don't want to. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. in. Aquaman, like, no, no, I'm a loner, I'm a loner. Oh, but you're, oh, oh, but you're a bat. All right, let's go. <laughs> like, I'm a loner, I'm a loner. And then he goes, oh, there's a tidal wave. Oh, I'll come and help him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, the, I, the floodgates open. Oh, well, I can do that. I'll come and help him. And I, th- I you know, and yeah, I would have liked to see, like, more conflict and have to be pushed to work together. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. More especially, of a Especially if Batman was 
so against this in Batman vs Superman. Exactly, and Why? just all of a sudden he's decided that now he has to bring a team together. There's some serious gaps. Because Superman was nice, like <laughs> fucking Wonder Woman is just as destructive. Aquaman doesn't mean that Aquaman is nice either. Yeah, like completely different people. Yeah, so I think you know I don't think he should have let his guards down either. Really? No, not at all. But I mean end of the day I think generally I think we just can be kind of happy that we have these movies still yeah oh of course I mean I'm not I'm not we can sit here and argue about what should have happened and what shouldn't have happened and yeah. the right and wrong so everything but really I'm not dissatisfied by the fact that there is that a Justice League movie even exists at least there is one like exactly. may not be the greatest one we ever thought we'd have but let's be honest I think you'd probably find that that George Miller one that he had written years ago would probably be a better story, but because it would have been pre-Avengers, it would have been taken better. It would have done better, and people would have cared about... We've, we've just been spoiled for choice. And spoiled yeah, for... I agree. I think yeah, there's been... Um, because of how receptive everyone has been from Marvel, I think that puts just pressure on DC anyway. Oh, of course. Exactly. There's a lot more pressure for story because there's, there's just that's just how it is now. Like The stories are just... Yeah, I don't know. It's, but I suppose that um, the fact the fact that Infinity War even exists in the first place is a it's just a feat of it's a cinematic feat. Yeah, it's, oh, it's pretty it's pretty impressive for it to become. I mean, we should have known that it would become one of the biggest movies of all time, though. Uh, was it currently fifth? It'll make it a fourth. It'll make it to fourth. Uh, I don't think it'll get. Has uh, it? Has it beaten um, Force Awakens yet? I'm pretty no, sure it did. No. Oh. It's a, it's oh, opening weekend it did. That's what it was. Opening, yeah, yeah. It won't. Yeah. It won't be Force Awakens total. You don't think so? No way. Oh, okay. What is it? What is it? Let's look it up right now. Let's see yeah, have, have Last time I checked, it was almost 1.7. 1.7. Shit. Yeah. yeah, I I did a. I had a check the other day. It was about that one point seven one. They, when I checked on the weekend, they said it was gonna, it was projected to be one point six. I think in the first weekend or first week rather. It's China. It did seventy five mil. Yeah, China did seventy five mil and that bumped it up to like 1.2 or 1.3 last time Currently 1.8. Shit. It's continuing. Um, they say it has a possible reach of 2 billion. Wow. Which I still think's fourth place. How much did Force Awakens do then? 2.2. Shit. Uh, all uh, internationally? Yeah. All all right, that's the international. Yeah, okay. Oh, Wow. Yeah, fucking hell. Uh, I'd like to see what it did in China. What it did in China? Yeah. Yeah. yeah in China, in, in China, really, really late. It, yeah, they, they always do open. But that's such a big market. Um, such an important oh, know, market. Uh, so, with Avatar sitting at 2.78. Yep. Titanic at 2.18. And then Force Awakens at 2.06. Always 2.1. 2.06. Um, so Avengers is now, uh, this still says it's fifth, but it's, it's definitely moved into fourth now. Wow. Wait, um, what's it What's it behind, sorry? Jurassic World, currently. 
Oh fuck, really? Jurassic World is oh, I don't beat Jurassic World, surely. It's, it's already beaten it now. It's gonna say, surely. Yeah. Jurassic World was... I was impressed oh, that Jurassic so World heavy, did so though. well, though. Force Awakens at almost 2.1 yeah. billion, oh, and then The Last Jedi is at 1.3. Oh. oh. I mean, 1.3 is still really good. Oh, of course. I mean, it's a Star Wars movie. Han Solo will do big numbers as well. Probably will beat Rogue One. I'm surprised that Iron Man 3 beat Civil War. Do really? Yeah. That's because it was the first movie post Avengers. Yeah. And I saw it at midnight at IMAX, so yeah. you know. I never saw it at midnight, but I remember it being the first thing where we were like, oh, it's going to be, you know, we're going to see what's going on with Iron Man after Avengers, and it's the first first thing we've seen since the Avengers, so we all want to know what the story is. And and they, they delivered, though. I really liked that. He was like having anxiety attacks. And yeah, but I hated the villain. Oh, yeah. That, they could have done was, the real Mandarin. If that movie was what the trailer was, it would have been my favourite movie of all. Oh, yeah. I remember those trailers being very misleading. They were my favourite trailers. Just fucking... Yeah. Terrible. They were really good. They even, like, did the trailers as if the Mandarin was actually genuinely attacking yeah, that's the what, world. That's what I'm, I mean, that's what I liked about it. Yeah. Like. It was like a... You'd be going to the movies and you'd get that shot of the Mandarin talking. All right, what what was your favourite moment in Infinity War, or your favourite moments? Um, like even just visually, or I mean, story-wise, Cap coming out behind the train was yeah, pretty fucking cool. <laughs> of course, yeah. Um, I mean, that's just me being a giant Cap fan. Yeah. Uh, so that was cool. I'm. I think. The first fight uh, with them coming around the corners after they came outside to see the giant ship and the wind. Oh, uh, yeah, yep. That was cool. Yeah, yep. Um, after that, I think... Uh, probably those two. I think they were probably my two favourite moments. I mean, all of it was good, but... Of course, yeah. I like to see. I like seeing how distraught Thanos was. Oh, when he even even after he snapped Gamora. his fingers yeah. and oh, when he killed more, anybody snapped his fingers and saw yeah. little Gamora and was talking to her, and he's just he's just yeah. What did it cost? He's everything. just cooked. Yeah, and she's in the Soul Stone. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Russo brothers confirmed that. She's know. she's inside the. That's what he why he where he was seeing her inside the Soul Stone. Oh, her soul might be, but yeah. Yeah, well, he's traps in there forever. Yeah, yeah, that's um, those were some good moments. I've got to say, one of my favourite moments is, and I think it was missing a needle drop, is the needle drop on. Uh, well, there was a great needle drop on the Guardians. You just knew straight away that that was the Guardians. But when Thor came down with Rocket and Groot, yes, yes, I was that that is, and I so think great. that were missing a Led Zeppelin needle drop right there. I think that, that would have been great good. to get the Thor Ragnarok theme song. Just bam, and you just hit the needle drop. Even if it was for 10 seconds. As he was coming down, you saw the gate go, like, boom. And you didn't see them yet, and it just goes, down, and then... I will have to say, I would have to disagree, I'm afraid. Oh, really? I think that that would have taken away from the power. It was cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I like that they went with the Avengers theme. 
Yes, that's true. And yeah, it was a true. proper... Because uh, I, I wouldn't have liked it to... You know, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have given it like a, a layer of comedy or anything, but I think that would have... I don't like that a lot of Marvel films take away the severity of a situation with either a quip or a situation, and I like that they didn't there. In the same way, if they played some, like, uh, cool, real song for when Captain America emerged. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I think that would have been, like, a bit... Not as cool. It would have been a different kind of cool, but I like that it was the proper... That's when you're like, oh well, boy. That, yeah, because that theme song has um, been built into our minds for all these years. Though. How long has it been since Avengers? Uh, oh, we would have been like six 18, eh? Yeah. So for the last six 20, years. Yeah, old and 20. Yeah, 1920. So for the last six years, we've been hearing that song, and that's why they were able to use it in the trailer. And I think that's why it was so powerful. Yeah. Yeah, that. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, um, I think it was that. There was that moment. There was definitely the moment. I, I, I really loved Thor in this movie. I really loved Thor. I in see that Thor was strong. Yeah, that he was. Like, was that was a just nice, a, a nice change. Yeah, exactly. And he wasn't over eager and wasn't out of his depth. And he and he seemed like he fit into the Avengers at this point. And he seemed like he was an important character and their only hope. One thing I would have loved to have seen, and I've said this so many times, but I'll say it again is why would you give Star-Lord celestial godlike powers as far as I'm concerned out of all of those Avengers and Guardians Thor and Star-Lord are the only two people that can physically take Thanos on oh, without not, not anymore but Star-Lord lost his powers but the, my problem is they missed the opportunity when he got mad at him to bring those powers back because that's like the final straw he kills Gamora he's already said he loves her in that movie he kills Gamora and you show pure emotion and he is I know that they said that if Ego dies he loses his powers but he's still the son of a celestial which means it's like Luke Skywalker doesn't lose his powers when Darth Vader dies I think it's different though I think it's um I mean, yeah, I can I can see it. I don't think technically Quill should have done what he did anyway. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are mad at I him for Quill's ruining the movie. Yeah. yeah, I think Peter Quill's been written into being the most reckless person in the multiverse. Yeah, um, considering they needed he needed to hold his temper in check for five seconds. Yeah, and I think that yeah, I don't think he can be. Redeemed. Trusted again. Yeah. No, I think for me, unfortunately, Star Lord's a little. He's just a brat. Like, I know he went yeah. through some heavy shit, but like. I loved him initially because he was Han Solo, and I think I'm still caught up on that. And I, 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 I love Star Lord's character, and I love Chris Pratt as Star Lord, but I think that moment for me. I would have liked to see Mantis fail. Yep. Holding him back because Thanos is strong. Rather than Star-Lord fucking it up. Rather than Star-Lord being the cause of the problem. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. And that's why I would have liked to see Star-Lord get hurt. I feel like they needed a reason to put that scene in, show that they actually tried, and then there had to be a reason why they failed. 
and that's why they I think like well, did that for me stuff. like from the top of my head now what I think would have been cooler is maybe he instead of because you see Thanos's eyes roll back in his head and you see like he's like he's answering but he can't answer properly yeah I would have liked to see him begin to refocus and you see his eyes come back down and then just stare at Thanos at, yeah. at, um, at Star-Lord. Star-Lord and then knowing that he's about to unleash anyway that's when Pratt I mean and people can still think that it was like or the Avengers can still think that it was Star-Lord's fault yeah but the audience would know that he that's, wasn't the cause of it I think that would have been idea, a more yeah. gracious way to do it mm. I still would have loved to see him scun him in the face that would have been fantastic yeah. but I think I just didn't like that he was like the cause of literally the universe dying. yeah so before we leave who do you think whose movie do you think the next one is because this one seemed to be Thor and Tony Stark I'm, I'm going to say Captain America and Thanos next yeah. one next one will be Captain America and Natasha I think all the, the writers have already confirmed that they're going to have bigger parts whether that means they're yeah. going to be main characters or anything um, I really think it's going to be Avengers 1 yeah. Two based. Yeah. Yeah. If that makes sense. Not yeah, Avengers yeah, Four, yeah. it's gonna be Avengers One so, sequel. Yeah, not Age of Ultron, but yeah. Um, I, have, I have a funny feeling it's gonna have yeah, oh you're right, it's gonna be a lot of Captain America. It's gonna be a lot of, it's gonna be a lot of the, the, the original six mixed in with some I think there's gonna be a lot of emphasis on Ant Man as well. Yeah, I think Ant Man will be a main part. I think I think at the end of Ant Man I think either Hawkeye or Wasp or both will die. Yeah. I think Ant-Man might feel because he still doesn't want to trust Stark he still doesn't want to like do what Tony Stark says yeah I think that he will still maybe that will be his full opening into being an Avenger yeah being having to be like it was because of, oh, he might feel responsible for getting Wasp involved in all mm. of this even though he had you know no part of it it was Thanos yeah but I think he might feel responsible and that might be why we see him in the set photos for Avengers 4 with yeah. Tony Stark and Cap has Hawkeye been confirmed for Ant-Man and Wasp? No. Uh, no. No, he hasn't. I reckon he has. I reckon we... I reckon will be in it. I reckon it's high, Heroes for Hire. Because Luke Cage and Iron Fist has already been confirmed. For? For the TV. For the Netflix. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think I don't think Hawkeye Which will be will Heroes for Hire. Okay. Not with, not with Disney doing what they're doing now anyway. Yeah. They're trying to cut everything. I like the idea of Ronan. Well, Ronan's going to be... So it's going to be Ronan, Fury, um, and Coulson back in uh, Captain Marvel. They're all in Captain Marvel. Oh, really? Yeah, they're all Captain Marvel. Oh, okay. So it's going to be like... Well, it's based in like the 90s. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, Captain Marvel's definitely going to play a big part in Avengers 4. She's got to be the... That's why they've sent the beacon out. She's got to be the saving grace. She'll know how to fix it. She's... she's, I don't see them bringing Sentry in anytime soon, so I'm assuming that Marvel's going to play the Superman role. Well, I was going to say they'd bring the Nova Corps in, but that's how they... That's, I suppose that's how they bring Nova himself I in. I would they love rebuild to see Sandar. Nova movies. Yeah. I would oh, same, yeah. love I'd to see a Nova, Nova. Like, trilogy. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Nova would be great because I suppose it's Marvel's chance to do the Green Lantern without doing the Green Lantern. If they get it on oh, before yeah. Green Lantern hits, then, which they won't. Green Lantern yeah. will come out before. I mean, well, Green Lantern's base for next year as well, or the year after. Um, yeah, but apparently Green Lantern's going to be like lethal weapon in space. <laughs> so it's John Stewart and Hal Jordan. But yeah, I don't know. But I suppose, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Yeah, um, it definitely will be. I would love to see. A, I would love to see a young Nova. A lot's going to change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kid. 
Yeah. The kid, because I've been reading that book in the last couple of years, and that's really good. Find out his father was Nova once, and he picks up the mantle and the finds helmet. his helmet. Yeah. It's a cool origin story. Yeah. And it starts. You know, you can have another Peter Parker that way. You have like. That's that's the way you, and then you he becomes friends with Spider Man, and Spider Man brings him in possibly, or you know, something like that. That would be very cool. Um. Yeah, and you know, he's just gonna be a kid. <laughs> again and that would be a cool thing and then to see like maybe uh, both Novas like a young Nova and big Nova like together at the end of like the third movie yeah would be a cool thing oh yeah of course and maybe and it's like a whole test and then Nova can be like oh, I am ready to do this that's and how you rebuild Xandar that's how you rebuild yeah. Xandar and then that's how you bring the scroll in properly and that's yeah. how Captain Marvel comes in like further and they link all the Novas together and, and it's just gonna be the big thing Cosmic Universe is all connected and then it's all Avengers and, and then you have like you have an automatic link between because like they're, they're, they're beginning to link the cosmic stuff and the earthbound stuff but yeah if you can link Spider-Man and a cosmic entity together yeah that's a massive course, thing. Yeah. And I and think you can start to move towards Galactus and Secret Wars. And I think that's a good way they're going to do it. I mean, yeah. having Space Spider-Man, which is essentially what Young Nova would be, yeah. would be ideal. Oh, that'd be, that'd be brilliant. I'd love to see that. That would just be cool, yeah. yeah. Anyways, I'm going to get to work. Yeah. It's good I'm to see you, man. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for watching. Watching. Thank you so much for listening. That was such a fun podcast to do with Will. Um... And obviously, we're still talking Infinity War because how could we not be talking Infinity War? It's making so much money. It is the biggest movie of all time. And it's just a fantastic film. Uh, it's just a wonderfully amazing, beautiful film. Josh Sproul and all that kind of thing. Anyway, I'm not going to get into it because I just did. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm, I hope you enjoyed. I really enjoyed chatting with Will again. I really hope I can have Will on the podcast again, especially once we get some more permanent venues for the podcast going. Um, I do like doing these ones out, out and about in the public, but they're a lot of fun. Um, the next part will be coming this week as well, part three. Part three. I can't remember the Spanish word for three. I was going to say part whatever it is. Tres, that's the one. Uno, dos, tres part three of the Infinity War, and then the next reviews we're going to start is Deadpool 2, uh, because I have only seen it once this weekend as of Sunday, but I'm going to see it again tonight, it's Sunday, and once we see it again, hopefully my mates will come in and join me, um, but just look out for that Infinity War review, second part, that's coming, and if you haven't heard the first part with Stephen Quinn, go back and listen to the first episode, that was our first episode here on Making Lemonade, so I think you should probably go and listen to it. Um, thank you, everybody, who came out to uh, Comic Gong yesterday. Um, like I was saying in the promo, go and listen to Podcast Strikes Back. Those guys are some awesome guys from Sydney. They make some great stuff. Um, I'm doing them a free promo here just because I love what they're doing. Um, they, they're not paying me, don't you worry. I just wanted to shout out some guys that I like. Um, and they were really nice. And like I said in the intro... All the convention dates are in the intro. Go to, and if you want more, go to Make a Lemonade Podcast on Instagram. Go to my website, jordanmorpethart.com, and you can find all of the episodes, all of my promos on there. Um, the Making Lemonade official website is also on there. 
Um, if you would like more news, go to jordanmorpeth.com and sign up for our mailing list. Like I said, there's a little, little bit of a pop up. How you stay? The pop up. The pop. The pop up. It's a pop up. It come on the screen, and you can uh, how you say write your email. You write your email. Uh, how you say in the box. Anyways, so. Um, you write your email in the box, I'll send you out the newsletter to your mail. I promise I'm not going to send any spam. Um, I'm just going to send beautiful pictures of the beautiful art in the podcasts and the things that I do in the people that I meet. So, yeah, um, thank you, everybody, for watching. Have a wonderful week and stay weird. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba. Boom.